Now we're on week five. Last week I said week five, but it was actually only four. Now we're on five. All right, now we do, will not count anymore unless we fall off and have to restart. Okay. Because I feel like we're going strong. We are like, going strong. Like we said last time, it'll just be about Sage. Oh, yeah. Like, if, yeah, yeah. That's well, what I said. We won't start counting him unless we do fall off. But maybe, like you were saying, we'll get a good backlog. Or maybe, who knows, like if he's like chilling, then we can do, do a quick 30-minute one with yeah. him on the booth. Yeah, what I was saying earlier today is that because we're we're on like this high right now, that we should just, if we want to record, as long as we're not crazy busy mm-hmm. doing other things. Like last week, I was barely home. Yeah, this coming week, you're gonna it's going to be really busy again, too. Yeah. But anyway... I was like, oh, we should just try to backlog. So if we get a backlog, we'll be good. But <laughs> otherwise, you'll be you'll be uh, indisposed. Yeah. But if he's chill, but true, I might just want to go to sleep, actually. Right. I'm not gonna, gonna be or like, you're going to oh. be on here and be like, uh... <laughs> brain dead. <laughs> sleep deprived and brain dead. So, and we're here no, to... I got good... I feel like all the babies who have been born recently have been in this really good energetic field of like sleeping really well, of all the people I know. <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? Sage is coming into this energy of well-sleeping babies. He can't fuck up. Not like Opal. He can't be waking up every hour. All these other babies around here, we showing him up. Sleeping four hours, six hours, ten hours. Listen, kid. You're going to be sleeping that long. Maybe he's a go-getter and doesn't want to sleep that long. <laughs> I'm always conflicted because I feel like how you are when you're younger is usually as you are an adult. And I hate the fact that you need like twice as much sleep as me. Me? Yeah. Oh, I love sleep. I, exactly, exactly <laughs> my point. You just proved Opal it. I love sleep too. Well, she doesn't nap though. Like, she sleeps at night. No, she true. sleeps her sleep. Yeah. She doesn't love sleep though. Well, see, actually, I think it's older because kids obviously need to sleep more because their body, like, they're in right. constant, like, they're constantly growing and creating. But, like, yeah, as adults, well, maybe that's why I need sleep because I'm, like, much more uh, still creative and childlike than you. So I'm still growing. You're just a and child. You, and you've, you've completely stalled out. You're not childlike. <laughs> you're just, you're aging downhill. I'm still aging. I think it's because I just never had to, I never had. Like bedtimes. Parameter like sleep yeah. times ever, ever in my entire life. I mean, I'm sure like when you were little, you did. Doubtful. Mm, well, whatever. Either way, I hope he sleeps good. Yeah. He so, will. Anyway, we are going to kind of, I was like, I actually listened to our podcast. So today is June 11th. Uh, what's today? Sunday? Yep. Last time we recorded, recorded on a, 7-11. On a Saturday. So, it, so it's like a week later. And um, to remind me of what we talked about last time, I actually listened to our podcast on 1.5 oh on my, my God, way. Oh It was great. <laughs> I've been actually listening to them at 1.5. Me too. Some people, though, I have to turn down. If you're already a fast talker, it's really hard for me to understand what you're saying on 1.5. But if you're, like, a medium to slow talker, then, like, it's so nice for me to do 1.5. I'm like, oh, this podcast that was one hour long. I just finished in 30 minutes. I know. It's really funny because when I listen to ours, I talk really, really fast. And you can understand me. And then you talk. It sounds like you're normal. Like, if you listen to our last <laughs> podcast at 1.5, almost so everything weird. you say sounds like an actual normal <laughs> sentence. Was I really like? Was I really like? Well, especially in comparison to me, because I talk extraordinarily fast. You do, but I feel like I talk fast too. People, but people do say to you that you talk really fast. Yeah, that's like a common thing. Yeah, because I always ask where I'm from. 
why is that? Uh, does that have something to do with where you're from? Like New of, York or something like yeah, that? A lot yeah. of northern, a lot of northern eastern people talk really fast. Yeah, that's funny because people always think I'm from the west coast. So yeah, because you have that fucking <laughs> chill vibe. <laughs> I, was, I don't have a drawl to be. I was, like, I was trying to. I was gonna. Have, like, I was thinking of like that. What's that band you like? That Rastafarian. <laughs> the white Rastafarians. Who are you talking about? Reb. Reb. Yeah. yeah. You have that like life's fine and be. I'm like you do. You do kind of have that, but I think being with me, that's like we were talking about last time. How you became a little more OCD. Yeah. You become a little more high strung, which is <laughs> okay, good because it makes. Not. Well, no, it makes you an executioner too. Like you're. You're now not just like this. Like. Why is a flow and we'll get me, there? I've always been an executioner before I met you. The only thing you were executing when I met you was oh, drugs I and. Drugs and dreads. That was the only thing when I met you. You're a hater. My dreads were awesome. All right, let's talk about this. So, anyway, so we're going to. So, I was listening to it at 1.5. And we kind of, I feel like it could have been whole by itself, but we said we we're going to do like a part two to it. So it was create a product that's next, like kind of to the world and then deliver. And we didn't really talk about the delivery aspect. I think specifically uh, the importance of creation. So I kind of look at, I was going to reference this as childbirth in a sense. I never gave birth to a child. <laughs> so you have? and not that I'm aware of, you never know. But uh, sure. in this day and age, might have been it's, drugged and given it's possible. But um, Beer butthole. But I was yeah exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was gonna I was gonna kind of relate it to is like the thinking process is is the incubation period. It's like it's when you're pregnant. It's when you're nine months. Like mm-hmm. thinking's really simple. All you have to do is make sure you're eating properly and the baby gets its nutrients for the most part, right? I'm asking you because yes. you're you've oh. given birth and you are currently pregnant. Oh, is that all I have to do? I mean, yeah, right like for the, the most right, part, for yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's like, like just take care of yourself. Basically. And that's what happens. Like before, you're like, oh, people think about things all the time. Yeah. As long as you're not physically incapacitated, for mm-hmm. the most part, everyone's always thinking about ideas. That's really easy. Yeah. The hard part is is when it comes to, huh. Executing those ideas. Right, I was gonna say when it comes to the laboring, this is the hard, this is the probably the most intensive part, right? Is like the pushing, the pushing, the pushing, and you're like, especially the beginning. It's out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The beginning. That's what I was gonna try to like translate this to. So like when you have an idea, cool. When you have to make the very very first product, that is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Like the creation from zero to one is really fucking hard. So I'm like, I was going to describe it more of like when you're giving birth, like those are like the contractions because they're not even at the hardest part yet, yeah. <laughs> which is actually putting the product out there, creating like, the product is kind of easy, right. right? Like creating the product is not necessarily creating the prototype. Yes. That's not necessarily the most difficult part. That's just the beginning phases of the product. Cause I could make anything. Yeah, I but guess, is it gonna move? I guess is I, it gonna sell? Is it is like, how am I going to like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I meant like the product that you bring to market. Yeah. Is what I'm talking about. Not like, oh, I made one, but now I got to make it seven more times, yeah. and then I can finally give it to the market. Like that's kind of like how I look at labor. Yeah. No, maybe no. no yeah, you're looking yeah. at me funny. Yeah. If there was a camera, other people could see how funny you're looking at me. But you've also just been looking at me funny a lot lately. Have I? Yeah. Remember, I always ask you if something's Are wrong you good? lately. I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally just looking at your, you in the eyes. But your face says something else. <laughs> 
But yes, I was going to say, I feel like the, I would call like that part, like the contractions leading up to labor, because then the real labor is like, the real push is actually selling the product, selling it to the people, which would be like the marketing around it. Yeah, but I don't even think like that part is as challenging as actually bringing creating it, to it. Like everyone stops at an idea. Yeah. You know? Like, or everyone will will kind of play with maybe bringing it into existence, but bringing it actually Truly. there mm-hmm. is what I think. Because once it's there, no matter if you have a great product or a shit product, you always have to innovate and adapt to make it better exactly, and better yeah. and better. But I think like the actual of like turning it into something real mm-hmm. and giving it an identity. So yeah. like you create the prototype. So the very first model, you have a brand around it. You have a name for it. It yeah. has it has a like presence in this really world. Like, yeah. like an actual really product, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting it an LLC, which would be like the social security number. You know what I'm saying? Like there's <laughs> yeah. there's so many correlations. Yeah. You know, and then making a social media for it. And that's kind of like how you like announce your baby to the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for the most part, like a website yeah, and all yeah. those things. But a social presence, we'll call it. Because that could be a website and social media. <laughs> but that aspect, I feel like, is where everyone like, stops. I agree. Or they like start it and they're like, this is too much work. And then it dies. But I, And I think that's because they take too long. Like what I was saying in our last podcast. Or, or I'll say this. Sorry, before you say that. They are too nitpicky on the small details rather than just like pushing it out and then pivoting, 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 pivoting as you grow. Yeah, I would also say, yes, I do agree with that. People want it perfect when they bring yes. it out. It'll never be perfect. Even when you think it's perfect, there's always more. But, exactly. I, but I'd also say the people that do that, they're really stalling for another reason. And it's probably because they're not that confident. They're, of, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. they're like, what if this does work? Or what if it doesn't? Mm-hmm. Like both of those aspects are very, are very scary to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They're like... You know, but anyway, it's your ego, guys. Overcome your Get ego. It Get it out. Just cut it out of you. <laughs> anyway, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, you were you were saying like bring it to market. Yeah, I forget. It's okay. completely my. It's gone. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just gonna, yeah. I just wanted to say that part that I feel like oftentimes people like get too nitpicky about the details and then they're like this is becoming too hard or becoming too much or too time consuming or whatever and then they never actually launch it well good they should never launch a brand anyway because that's the it's whole, yeah. all hard and time consuming yeah, exactly but what I was what I, this is what i was going to say is i think they wait too long to bring it to life mm-hmm. and then they are no longer excited passionate. and you have to be excited or passionate whatever you yeah. want to use in the beginning because it's so fucking hard because it's so hard you have to really like be joyful about this product so like what we're creating right now is are you want to talk you're going to announce it or are you going to keep it secret for a while i mean i feel like people kind of, well i mean maybe not this community but anybody who follows my personal page probably knows yeah. what it is for my questions last well anyway like we we were excited about it, we're talking about it we're hyped more or less and while we're hyped we're creating it yeah you know if we waited because we've had conversations like this before we've thought about things or even things for small seed yeah and we talk about them we go back and forth a couple days and then if we don't keep it going we lose the momentum and i always say momentum is real it really really is guys but for real it is. <laughs> but for real? It but is. for real, momentum's real. <laughs> um, and if we if we don't execute it, we just don't do it. And I think that's because those heightened emotions are what you need to bring forth right. yeah. this product 
i.e. baby into this world. If and you, like you're saying, have the energy to keep it going. Right, because like, it takes so because much. It is a lot. Yeah. In the beginning, like imagine stopping labor. Like imagine like put like all your contractions and pushing, you're at ten centimeters, he's down the birthing canal, and then you stop. And then it kind of like resets. Yeah. Like imagine doing that. Like then you never want to give birth again. You're like, I'm done. I just did this for 20 hours. I'm not doing this again. This is awful. You know, you, you wouldn't be incentivized to. Thankfully, biology forces you to. So <laughs> it would come out. You would come out eventually. Right. If babies were like businesses, there would, we'd be on unpopulated earth. Yeah. We'd be on a very small, we'd be underpopulated, say overpopulated. What? We oh, instead of overpopulated? Yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Lost me for a second. But, <laughs> yes. But I do agree. I think that that's also what eventually starts to wean out, like, the real businesses who are going to last versus the ones who maybe went into it for the wrong reasons. Because also, like, if you, you, like you're saying, like, you really have to try to make those moves quickly and make them while you're still, like, excited and passionate and, like, you're learning and you're growing, like... And, and all and all that means is like, okay, you put out your first prototype. It's not going to be the best. It's true. It's not maybe not even going to be exactly what you want it to be. But all you need to do is like as you continue to grow, you continue to learn. You continue to make these like mistakes or you continue to better your product. You continue to get feedback from people and you learn certain things about your products or whatever. And then you can keep on pivoting and keep on making it better. And then because you're like uh, – ingrained into the everyday like every day of it you're gonna that excitement is gonna carry on like the momentum is gonna carry on right. versus being like oh, i want to do this and then you don't do it for months and then you try to get excited about it again and, like, and you're not most likely you're not gonna be yeah because right. the original emotion is not there anymore i was gonna say also your vision's gone i think the other really important part of cr at least creating the first one is that you mentally typically can see it so much that you can create it mm -hmm. versus like if you if you if you wait just a little bit your vision could be slightly skewed so then when you go to create it you're just like this doesn't feel right and then and like depending on what it is like like you're saying you have that vision but you also while you have that vision you're creating this entire identity around whatever this like product right. or prototype or whatever it is like you're like and then i can market it this way and then i can target these kind of people and these are the kind of people who would really enjoy this product and then I can do this, and this is what the packaging would look like. And like you're saying, like this is what the name would be. The name means this. This is how I would market the name. Like, okay. And then like you have all these creative ideas too. It's like, and it starts up taking like a life of its own. Basically, like you have your mission. Like then you then you really like stick down your mission, and you're like, okay, what's the real reason I'm doing this? Like, because usually if you just go into it for money, it's not <laughs> it's not gonna hold your attention long enough for you to actually make. I think, like, we, I think we've real, established real money. unless you really love money and like real real money you know yeah but like i feel like yeah if you have like that vision around it if you have like that it starts create it starts becoming something real that's why even with our product like even with this like second business that we're playing with right now like i had to make like the i was like i just have to see the words like there like on the instagram oh yeah like yeah. how i like made it an actual thing because i was like i want to be able to for me because like i'm so visual too like i'm like i need to visually see it like i always want to see it on the label yeah. Like, that's how I always want to see it. I'm like, I'm not so much about like the social media wise, but I'm like, ooh, I have to see no, what I'm that like, looks like yeah. on the tangible product to be like, that's the name that I looks want. That's good, yeah. You know? But I'm like, I wanted to like have, like, I wanted to see what that looked like, like written down. Like, on but that's also, that's also a crucial part of creation. Yeah. Like, now it has Visualize a statement to the world. Mm -hmm. You know, 
you're not intentionally finding like putting it out there, but people could find it. Oh yeah. And like, and then it becomes kind of real. And then someone might message you and be like, "What is this?" Mm-hmm. Like showing interest. Yeah. Not that this would happen because it probably wouldn't, but you know, that's just a part of the creation. But process. I mean, that kind of did because I I like invited like five people, aka just my family and you and me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other thing actually. But like. We've been talking about this. Me and you have. We like played. A, we talked to my parent. I kind of talked to my family when we were talking about we acquiring. Talked about Squeaky, right? Yeah. So like we were talking about acquiring the other company. So everybody like kind of knew we were like dabbling in this field or whatever. But then we've since then we've like really kind of created this. It's kind of snowballed into like this real thing. And then they were like, wait, okay, so this is, like, actually happening? Like, what's happening? Like, I feel like I haven't, like, talked to you since. It was like, okay, we're acquiring, we might be acquiring this company, and now you're, like, starting your own company. <laughs> like, I know. I'm actually a big believer in uh, in telling people your goals. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, because then I believe it holds you accountable. And then that's also a very big difference of an idea and, like... I don't even know another word for idea, but essentially a dream and a vision. Those are like the two words I used to, I like to compare a lot because dreams are fake. They happen when you're asleep. Like you're not conscious. You're not, you're not truthfully aware. You don't get to really choose and pick them. A vision is something that you choose to see while you are awake and you can actually put things in motion. So I, those like, those things I talk about on my Instagram a lot, like Mm -hmm. dream and vision. But uh, that's the difference between dream and vision. Like, you can dream about getting fits like a really I always like to use fitness. <laughs> I hate fitness, first of all. I hate fitness culture. I hate fitness society. I hate all you fit fucks who like pretend to be something you're not. Listen, fitness ain't shit. Your mindset is what's important the most important thing about fitness, but fitness itself is not shit. However, everyone seems to love it because they're really shallow and vain. So I like to use it as references. But I just like to put that out there right now. I've been wanting to do it on my Instagram, but I know all of these people who are going to be like, wah. So I'm just going to put this out here because the 40 of you that download this will hate it, but I won't have to hear from you. So it's okay. Anyway, like it's easy to dream to be like, I want to lose 45 pounds, you know, or I'm going on a diet today. Like, to yourself yeah. or being like, I'm going to get jacked, whatever, whatever, whatever. But when you tell people, Hey, I'm doing this six week program. I'm going to, I'm going to lose, I'm going to have a goal. I'm going to lose 40 pounds. These, these are the action steps I'm going to get there. It's, you know, that is huge. Like to me, like when you tell people tell your goals, so that they're like, how is it go- like, because like, that, like if you care about yourself at all, you will fuck, unless you're one of those p- people who just constantly lie to themselves, which is possible. Like, who, yeah. Who like say things and never actually have, right. Like you literally yeah. lied to yourself about everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you have respect for yourself, then you, by you saying right. things is going to like really hold you more accountable than you just telling yourself like, this is my, yeah, whatever your, whatever your vision yeah. is, you know, I don't even care if it's, even if it, even if you are like, broke and you need to be money driven if you tell people like hey by the time i'm 35 i want to buy my first house i want to own xyz car whatever i don't mm-hmm. i don't care what your goals are but but same with, telling them but yeah they like become a reality versus right just or they become like a truth that you have to, well because then, then you have to, to face them like what i tell people i'm like oh you're like when i tell people so like i'm really good at assessing people mm-hmm. and then i'll be like hey i'm gonna tell you the truth and this is what you have to do and then only Two things happen after I tell you this. You're either going to avoid me because you're too ashamed that you didn't do anything 
or you're going to come back and like acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, and those, and most people who respect themselves, if like, if I told you, Hey, I'm i uh, I'm whatever, I'm getting a promotion. I'm just thinking of like regular jobs, yeah. but I'm like, Oh, my boss talked to me today. I'm getting a promotion. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to go buy a new truck on Friday. I'm so excited. And they don't see you for three months because none of that shit ever happened. <laughs> and then you come strolling around. It's because you're ashamed yeah. basically. But so I think if you tell people who are important to you, not just the people, like, I don't believe in, like, just posting that shit. Like, things that people, like, post shit on stories, I don't give a fuck. No, 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 yeah. Someone like, who, someone who matters to you. And someone who someone who you believe their opinion is valuable. Yeah, yeah. You know, even if they're not going to hold you accountable because some people are just, like, genuinely nice. They'll be like, oh, I thought you were starting a business. You know, and then you would be like, oh, no, it's fine. And they won't really say anything to you because they're also a bunch of cowards. But <laughs> no, because people are nice. Yeah. You know. But, um, yeah, someone who, who you believe their, uh, whatever. Their opinion matters. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want the respect of them. Like, tell someone like that is what you're saying. Yes. Yes, but yeah. I agree. I think, I think by, like, talking about it and really, like, putting it out there, then you almost, like, have to execute on it. Or you have to accept that you didn't and people yeah. know. And some, and you know, that's a big motivator for some people. And also sometimes I will say this, like sometimes maybe you do try to do something, you decide it's not your thing and then fine, but at least you, but then you won't feel shame. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. At least you did it. At least you went through the actual like full steps of, of completing it. And you're like, you know what? This isn't what I thought it was going to be. I don't like this. I want to do X. That was like, that was like when we were talking about acquiring that company. Like I told Tyler about it. I told the manager at our current spot, I was telling him about it, and he's like, oh, that's so exciting. And then if they ask me about it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, the numbers didn't check out. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. And I don't feel bad about it, because I went through the process, the numbers didn't add up, so we didn't do it. Exactly. You know? But same thing with company. If, like, we're like, oh, we're looking at starting a new company, we're we're testing the products now, and then we test the products, and they didn't work, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. It didn't work. It actually turned out, like, what we thought was impossible. Because, honestly... All we did for this for this specific product, I mean, same with like, well, food at least we had a little bit more because I mean, one, I eat food. Two, you work for a food company. I feel like food's a little bit easier. This is like a whole separate category that neither of us really know anything about. And the only reason we know about it is because we were going to acquire a company in this category. Like, and so literally everything for the new products that we're creating was all based on research. We had no actual tangible like evidence that anything that we were going to do worked besides the research we did, you know, right. that said that it should work. <laughs> I know, that's like, and it did, it does. It, 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 like the research was correct, but it was like, if we had told people and we're like, according to the research, like I was telling people that too. I'm like, like, you know, all of this is based on research. I'm not going to know until we get the main ingredient. Once we get the main ingredient, then I, then like I'll be able to test it and know if it actually works or not. Which leads me to my next point. Go. Of, of why, because this podcast is like why action is so important. Ideas almost always make sense in theory. Almost always. Like everything sounds good in your head (laughs) until you put it into real life and you get punched in the face. Like all of it. And that's why it's very important to create a product because then you start to learn about the problems of owning this product. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the bars, let's go back to the bars. Great example. You know, we create, like, you create this product. I always say we, but you really create it. Everyone knows you create it, but I always say we because I'm so involved in it yeah, now. Yeah. Like, you create it, and you create it at first for a farmer's market model. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we're like, oh, like, when they started getting 
popular and people wanted to carry it, like that gin. And then we put it in the packaging, and then we're like, oh, wait a second. Oil leaks straight out of these. <laughs> then we go, and then and then even with insulated irons, and we ship them across the country, oh, the nut butter completely separates, mm-hmm. you know. In theory, you're like, yeah, of course I'll ship my protein bars to you. No problem. And then when you do it, you're like, oh, fuck. None work. of this yeah, works. Exactly. And then you have to recreate it. Exactly. You know, and that's and that's why I think it's better to do action, 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 action. Because let's say if you create, let's say even if you create that first prototype and just like launch, on, like do it on a really small scale. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, you're going to get a small scale return. But like if you just only do it farmer's markets and you don't even consider the possibility of shipping. Yeah. You're never going to know. And then imagine being three, four years in and being like, wow, I'm actually tethered to a farmer's market model. And that and means I, I will forever only get paid for eight hours of my time. Yeah. And and there's no scale option. Or like there's imagine like, all That's the, just an example. Imagine like all the companies who, this just made me think of this, who their whole model is is farmer's markets. Last year when 2020 oh, yeah. happened, they probably Rocked. like, I can't imagine. Yeah. Like that's your whole... That's where you make, like, so many people in California, like, in San Diego, like, that was, like, their, that was their job. Like, they, they did farm drugs every day of the week. And, like, that was their whole thing, you know? That's what I was thinking about almost every So, I'm, like, you have to, it's also, I will say this, important why you should have multiple streams of revenue. Like, it could be the same exact product, right? Like, okay, I get paid for small seed wholesale. I get paid for small seed direct sales. You should have different models for revenue, not Sorry, yeah, streams yeah. of revenue. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Different ways that your same product can make money and they're not all like tied to one thing like a farmer's market. Yeah, so like another another one, it's like small seed. This is great. Before the pandemic, 70% of our business came from wholesale. Mm-hmm. That was our model. Like our model was wholesale. That's how we wanted to scale. That was our vision. And then, you know, thankfully, we had an online presence. We, we had enough connections that people like ordered in places and talk about them. We would ship them out. But it wasn't the base. Yeah. You know? And then after and then when everything got closed down for such a long period of time, we lost all of that business. Yeah. Imagine if we never had an online presence. Like if we never even like figured out how to ship them. If we were like, oh, it just doesn't work. And then we just stopped. We're just right. And then we're just like, like the end. Instead of like innovating, adapting, mm-hmm. and changing to be able to ship them before. Because that's yeah. like... Why, essentially almost why we changed our bars in the first place is so we could ship them. Exactly. But that is, upgraded yeah. packaging and stuff. Um, but yeah, like, um, just imagine that. We'd have no business. I Small know. C would have died. Would've, yeah, would have. It would not, it would not have survived. Yeah. But it's just like, the, like, that's why action is so important because you'll get, one, your opinion is biased. Two, even if you start with the second person, their opinion is biased. You two are only so smart together. As soon as you start shipping your product out to people or handing your product to people, they will give you raw feedback. Real feedback. They're not afraid to hurt your feelings. They don't. Right. They don't know or care who you are, really. Like, I mean, like, but even if they like, even if you give it to close friends and family, they're not gonna let you bring a product that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. If it actually doesn't you know? work, and then as soon as you start selling it on a small scale, when it's literally like your side hustle or it's a project, yeah. like you're not doing it because you your income depends on it. Those people let you know. They'll <laughs> let you know by if they don't reorder. They'll let you know by complaining. Yeah. You know, they there's tons of ways. Like even if they don't directly tell you, which usually they don't. It's usually just if they don't reorder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't have recurring customers, yeah. your product's not good. If people Enough. aren't talking about your product. That too, yeah. Like, especially if it's something so different. Like, 
Small C bars to me is is different because we were really the only per, like we talked about the last podcast, whatever. We're the we're the first protein bar that was like vegan, gluten free, and clean. Yes, you know, which is kind of cool. Ingredients, yeah. But, and like, and then this next one. For all the research Holly does, and as we discovered last time, Holly's really good at the R and really good at the D. <laughs> Get it? Just kidding. I'm what, not that good at the does D. What stand for in a sexual manner? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you have literally scoured, 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 devoured. The internet? Yeah, the scoured. internet. Scoured. The, the internet, and there's actually no product like this either. I know. Zero. I or at least there's no product that tells the truth and markets it this way. Like, if this product is out there, they're not saying that's what this product is yeah. for whatever reason. So far, I have not been able to find it. So if there is another one, it's got to be on a very small scale. Right. So, if it is, you know. So, so if you are one of these, like, as we are saying last time, like, be first to market, be the trendsetter, change, like, add the disruption. People will talk about you. You mm-hmm. will get buzz. And then you have to keep that momentum high. Like, we had, like, Small Seed's a great example. Like, we were in a little magazine. You know, people were talking about us because what we were doing was really fucking cool. And if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have stayed on that momentum. Like, yeah, yeah. But then, like, we restarted. We're going to get it again. And, yeah. and you better motherfucking believe that they're going to be talking about some magazines in 2023 again. Yep. Just saying. Lego. See, I'm putting it out there in the universe. All right, guys, hold us accountable. 2023. 2023, small seed is going to be at least mm-hmm. seven digits in revenue. All right, sounds good. And 2023, oh, definitely, because I got to write my book. By 2023. Uh, when did I get out of prison? Yeah, so I want. So my goal is. Ten years. Is out. one million by 2023. Yeah. And at least two million by 2024, guys. Also, when I say revenue, understand. Like, I've talked about this in other podcasts before, but making a million dollars in revenue actually means you bring home, like, 20 grand. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. means, like, you, you're you profiting $20,000. <laughs> so, that's not shit. I can't even pay my debt with 20 grand. Like, small if, if small seats are making a million dollars right now, it would still take us three years to pay back all of our debt for small seat. Just think about that for one second. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want people to hear, like, oh, my God, because I, I just think yeah. people also just have, like... People need to tell the truth about this, and people don't understand it. Well, also, I was going to say, most like if you're not in business, you like you. Wouldn't no, you don't understand. understand. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I'm like, like that's that, why like, I want to tell people this. Yeah. You know, like having a billion dollar company means almost actually nothing. Yeah. One, it's usually based on valuation, and you only have to be a two hundred fifty thousand dollar company, a two hundred fifty million dollar company, to be a billion dollar brand. Typically, to be yeah, to be evaluated at a billion dollar. Brand. Right, and that means if you're making two hundred fifty million, you're only grossing ten. Like grossing, like I mean, netting ten, netting ten million isn't a lot. When in the comparison, when you're saying you run a billion dollar brand, yeah, exactly. you're like you're netting ten. What people hear versus the reality of it, right? And then usually that ten is being put into other, Back like into, yeah, yeah, it's being put into like massive other things, like other brands, other businesses, and they all kind of feed each other to fund a billion dollar machine, yep. mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, all that's irrelevant. But anyway, so yeah, I want to because I want to write a book. That says from mil- from prison to multi million. Oh, that's what's in ten be. years, right? And then like in the bottom, it'll be like in ten years or like in a decade or something. And I just think it'd be really cool to smell it to do like a super small book, not even long, but basically how I went from going to prison in twenty ten, being fully released by twenty fourteen, and by twenty twenty four having a multi million dollar company. Ooh. I just think it'd be cool to inspire Ooh. other people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not an egotistical, arrogant asshole where I want a book written about me. I literally 
just want. I mean, you have a good story too. Anyway, no, that's what so I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like it will be like. I also have. Personal. I also have. I feel like I was just thinking about this today that we should do a podcast on this, or maybe multiple podcasts. Because like we're always talking about starting businesses, mm-hmm. but I actually have a ton of experience of of climbing the ladder in a business, which we never really talk about, and that's way more practical. A lot of people that's that's more realistic for a lot of people. Yeah. And I remember telling because there was like a new manager at the kitchen and I was telling her I was like, ha, how I went from like being nobody putting labels on a fucking package to being acting CEO yeah. in like six to eight months of my last company and then scaling it from one point six to ten million dollars. Yeah. And he was like, Wait, what? Like blown away. <laughs> but I'm like, Oh, like stories like that could really inspire people. And I do tell them. Like I said on the American Allegiance podcast, like I told them about my story there. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, we should do podcasts on that too. But then we can bring other people in who maybe have done that, done which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like I agree. I think especially if you especially if you join a young company early. Right. That's really like That's the key. Is. Like yeah. Yeah. You're not going to really be able to do that at a Google, but like you join a young company, which your company was, it was a startup company. It was only like a year old, maybe by the time yeah, you joined. It was, it was two, it was two years old from like the idea creation. Yeah. So like but two like, years old, maybe yeah. like a year of actually like right. running, like Being really run, running. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like still a very young company. It had a lot of opportunity. And there was only seven employees when yeah, I started. Yeah, it had like a lot of growth right. within it. All you had to do was work hard. Basically. Right. And that's what a lot Work of... Work like, hard, take risks. A lot of startup companies, like, come in without the... Well, I feel like the people who who are able to climb the ladder and get to those places in, like, in, in a short amount of time is you go into a young company, A. B, that company has, like, the potential for growth. Like, actually, once you get in there, you're like, okay, this is a real company. But going in knowing you're not going to get paid what you're probably going to get paid working at Google. Like... You have to understand this is still a startup company, but what you're doing is for well, you're what you're actually doing is for is to get to that position and to be able to be part of the growth of that company. Anyway, we'll save that for another one. Okay. Because we'll go on a super rabbit hole, okay, and okay, then okay. it'll be over. But anyway, action. <laughs> yeah, essentially, that's what Tyler's doing. He's he's planting his roots in us, so he could be the me at my last company. Mm-hmm. And as long as you don't fuck up, Tyler. That'll probably be you. Do it. Just saying. I'm gonna just do it. What does he want? He wants to be you. He wants to be the ops. I don't even think he knows. No, I sincerely doubt it. He oh. doesn't have an operational mind. He wants to be. I the could creative. definitely see him being like CMO. Yeah. Like he is very like if creative. he can like, he is very creative and he's becoming more creative because mm-hmm. he's because guys he's trying 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 like he's literally done he's doing like every social media channel he's finding <laughs> different ways to record things he's doing like A B C D E F testing to see what works and what doesn't work you know like yeah. literally that's what he's doing and and then he's going to come to us and be like i'm going to run your because socials i'm going to get yeah, you more exactly. business yeah. by doing this these are these are my ideas for like the background how we can capture things while physically making products because you got you got you got <laughs> you have to start as a slave yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're not just going to jump straight into the cool shit you got to be making bars in this place that's why our brain's gonna start and be like, "Oh, you you think you're gonna be the CFO?" Yeah, right, just just fine. like first form. In first form, you everyone starts in the warehouse. They do. Everyone. That's like a thing. Okay. Yeah, and then they rise up. That's funny. Unless he's like, unless he's grown so big, but up to two years ago, that's what he always used to say. And I even heard him referencing on a podcast like recently, I believe. But I've also been listening to his old ones, so I don't know. But basically, <laughs> essentially, sixteen podcasts. <laughs> But like everyone starts in the warehouse first because he wants to see what your character is right is like. Exactly. Because that's, that's all that really matters. matters. Exactly. Right. I can teach you fucking everything, 
except for how to be a good fucking human. Yeah. That you just have to, that's, that's you have to learn armor. on your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like 80s. Anyways, I hope that this made zero sense, but action's really important. Momentum is real. I don't believe on relying on your emotion. Like whether you whether you feel like it or not, fucking do it. But when you feel like it, do it hard. And do it right away. Like and do it like yeah, like <laughs> use that and thrive. Like if you're because when you're excited, you can go without sleep. When you're excited, you can go without food. Like when you're excited, you just want to go. So go you'll do, do all it. the research. You'll have everything like at the tip of your mind. Right, yeah, you'll be full of it. energy. Exactly. Excitement and energy are probably pretty synonymous. Yes. Yeah. One in one. Or you can wait four weeks later and be like me and have one gram of caffeine and feel like you're going to die by the end of the night. <laughs> I don't recommend that. One gram of caffeine? 1,000 milligrams. Oh, I was like, one gram? 1,000 milligrams. Yeah, exactly. That's three bangs in a pre-workout. Now that's you two and issues. a half bangs in a pre-workout. All right. I'm up there. But anyway, any, any closing statements? <laughs> Just do it. Just I'm gonna do it. Do it. We don't care.